The Pleasure Project with Donna Scogland, day 28. Once upon a time, a long time ago, there was an elephant god whose name was Ganesh. He had a brother whose name was Kartikeya, and one day the two brothers were in their backyard wrestling, fighting, as brothers often do, while their parents Shiva and Shakti watched from underneath their mango tree. The parents kind of looked at them and thought, oh gosh, we should probably do something and maybe get them to engage in something different so they don't kind of kill each other. So they look up at their tree and they pluck the most perfectly ripe, juicy mango. They call the brothers over and they say, okay, we have a game for you. Whoever can go around the world the fastest can have this perfect mango. So the brothers were very excited for this contest and Kartikeya, he jumps on his peacock, which is his vehicle, and he takes off running. Ganesh though, he just pauses. Now Kartikeya has already gone around the world two times and Ganesh is just standing there. And Shiva and Shakti, they, they kind of look at each other and they look at him a little bit concerned, wondering what is he doing? Is he gonna start? He better get going. But Ganesh just sits, he closes his eyes, he brings his hand together in Anjali Mudra in the prayer position in front of his heart, and he gets very quiet. Meanwhile, Kartikeya is already two-thirds of the way around for the third time. And then Ganesh slowly stands up. And he walks over to his parents and he circles them once, twice, three times, stands in front of them and says, there, I have gone around the world three times because you are my world. You are my everything. And of course, Shivan Shakti so touched, hands him the mango, while Kartikeya comes rushing around for the third and final time. Sure, he was the winner. And then he sees what happened. And Ganesh being the wonderful brother he is, he offers to share his mango with his brother. This is probably my favorite story of Ganesha. And it really speaks to the challenge of our lives, which is to continually revolve around what is most important. And it's such a challenge because in so many ways, I think our culture pulls us away from those things towards these kind of quick, easy hits of instant gratification of you know buying this, eating this, drinking this, watching this. And so much of modern life and conditioning is centered around superficial ideals and short-term thinking. And it's so important that we create a guidance system to help us revolve around what matters to us as individuals. So in my programs, the very first exercise that I take my students through is a values exercise to help them get clear on their core values, on what truly is most important. And we all have core values, but very few of us have actually taken the time to make these kind of implicit values, ideals, explicit. So when I first did this exercise around eight years ago, it took me a good three weeks of exploration, reflection, refining. And then I 
put together an exercise that I take my clients with to, to help them uncover their core values. And I just want to give you one tip if you decide to do this. And the important distinction is that your core values are not the same as your aspirational qualities. So many of us want to be certain things that we're, we're not yet, or we're, you know, there's things that we want to, some virtues we want to cultivate that aren't necessarily things that we all are already doing in our lives. But your core values are things that you're already doing, not things that you wish you were doing. So maybe you don't do these things perfectly or all the time, but they're already very much present in your life. So to know your own code of living and like Ganesh revolve your life around them is, is a way that we can feel more aligned and in integrity. So the way that I did my core values is I basically found 10 words and <laughs> I, I had a hard time narrowing down, but I, you know, I encourage not more than 10 and even 10 is a lot. Five is good, maybe even three to five. But then once you find a word, you want to define what that word means to you because a word can mean so many different things to different people. So I, I wanted to take the last bit of this episode to read you my 10 core values and how I define them in my life. And the these are the ideals that I really, I do very much align my life with and are also things that I have to be consciously remind me, reminding myself of and using them as my code, my code of living to really feel like I am truly aligned with my truth, my ideals, my aspirations for the kind of person that I want to be. And they're not in any particular order. They're in, in alphabetical order, but not in any particular hierarchical, <laughs> that's a hard word to say, uh, order. Number one is accountability. And to me, that means that I take responsibility for my health and my own happiness. I take ownership for my actions and my results. I engage fully in my life, admit to mistakes and apologize. Number two is adventure. I embrace the unknown and step out of my comfort zone. I broaden my horizons through new experiences and new ideas. I'm willing to try new things, experiment and take risks. I travel and explore. Number three is authenticity. I am honest and willing to be vulnerable. I stand in my truth and speak my voice. I value people who are not afraid to be themselves. Number four is beauty. I create beauty with my words, my actions, and my contributions. I see the beauty in myself, in others, and the world around me. Number five is compassion. I am sensitive and caring. I'm loving and accepting towards myself and others. I practice patience and understanding. I am mindful of the impacts of my words and actions. Number six is empowerment. I am in charge of my life. I cultivate the inner strength and courage to step boldly towards my desires. I am free to choose the life of my dreams. Number seven is family. I unconditionally love my family. I do what's best for them, protect their health and safety and support their best interests. I respect their choices and honor their individuality. Number eight 
happiness. I consciously cultivate an optimistic mindset. I surround myself with people, experiences, and things that bring me joy. I let go of what's standing in the way of my contentment, and I try not to take myself too seriously. Number nine is health. I practice healthy habits and make healthy choices. I coach others into their optimal health. I listen to and honor my body's needs. Number 10 is growth. I am continuously improving, learning, and evolving. I challenge myself and push my edges. I am open to feedback and work on my weaknesses. I strive towards my potential. So this exercise of codifying your core values, I've often heard from my clients is the, the thing that made the biggest impact, the most powerful exercise they did in when they worked with me. So if this is something that you would like to do, and if you would like to be more aligned with what is most important and truly revolve around these things on a daily basis, I'd love to chat. Reach out to me on Instagram at Donna Scogland, and we could set up a time to talk. And if it's a good fit, we can work together. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.